Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. I believe the Lord is just continuously, you know, pouring words and changing and transforming our minds and our spirits. I believe that He is just blessing every one of us. We're coming from Resurrection Sunday. We've been talking about resurrection power. And I want us to go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But I want us to read from the New Living Translation. Are you guys ready? All right, let's read. In verse 11, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give life, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. Come on, think about that verse. We need to pause right now and even unpack that verse. It is just so powerful. It says here that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave lives inside of you and me. Think about that. It's not a weak spirit that raised Jesus from the grave. This, this spirit, you know, death has no say. Death has no power. It needs to give up, you know. And, and, and so this power, this spirit is so powerful. And he's saying to you and to me right now that the same spirit that raised Christ from the grave lives inside of you. And the effect of that, it gives life. Everybody say life. Life to your mortal bodies. Life to your, to your bodies right now. So think about that spirit that is living inside of you. And the purpose of that is so that we will understand more and more of what the Lord has done for us at the cross, what the Lord has done for us, the resurrection, and for us now to understand the benefits of that resurrection, that you and I have wholeness, the Spirit of God lives inside of us. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the grave lives inside of us, and it gives life to your mortal body. So even at the beginning of this, this sermon, of this message, I speak life to your bodies right now. If you are sick, I speak life to your bodies right now. If you are not sick, I continue to speak life to your bodies right now. I speak to your immune system. You are strong in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know why? Because faith speaks. Faith speaks. And we have been declaring that this year is the year of our rising. Amen. Do you know that God has a plan? He is intentional. He took the initiative to set up this plan. And not only that, He's deliberate. He's deliberate in loving you. And part of that, we understand through His plan, we're going to see the manifestation of His love for you and for me. Arise, shine. Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 2. This is the word that God has given to you and to me. And I believe and I hang on to this word. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You know, upon you. So that includes not just your spirit. That includes your mind, your will, and emotions. That also includes your body, your whole total being. So the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, and we know that it's, it's what's happening on the earth today, but the Lord will arise over you. Think about that. Receive that right now. But the Lord will arise over you, and His glory will be seen upon you. Let me say this. God is not surprised at what is happening and what's going on 
in our world today. He's not taken aback, but I tell you, he's not surprised, but I know he has given us a solution in Jesus Christ already. Because God always speaks the language of solutions. So knowing where we're at right now, God sees it all, but God is declaring and speaking that I already have the solution. I've already given you the solution to this pandemic. I've already given you the solution how to go through this pandemic. And even in the midst of these rising cases and everything that's happening all around the world, it's as if the future is uncertain. I tell you, God is deliberate. God is intentional. He took the initiative. He has a plan, and He already has given us the solution. I want us to go back to Genesis, okay? In the book of beginnings, God establishes what He is doing in the midst of darkness. So let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. You know this. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. What was God doing? He was hovering over the face of the waters. He hovered over chaos and darkness. Everything that God did in the beginning, let me say this, He is doing now. He still does now. Just as God was in the darkness He's still in the darkness, or rather, in with us in this dark season. And what he did with the darkness, or in spite of the darkness, he's still doing it now. So, if you continue to read in verse 3, this is what he did. Verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light. So, what did God do in the midst of the darkness? He spoke. He spoke the solution. He spoke. And he said, let there be light. And you know what? Darkness needed to go. Darkness has no place whenever God speaks. John 1.5 says, and light shines in the darkness, and darkness did not comprehend it. A while ago, I said that God always speaks the language of solutions. He did it in Genesis. And let me say this, he's still doing it now. So let me declare this. As the body of Christ, we need to hear what God wants to speak in these times. And as the body of Christ, we now have the privilege and the responsibility to speak what He wants to speak. In the midst of the COVID rise, uh, cases rising, sickness and death, what are we going to declare? You know what we're going to declare? We're going to declare wholeness. We're going to declare healing. We're going to declare life. We're going to declare light. Amen. We're going to declare what God wants to do on the earth today. Sickness, disease, and all of these things, death, we know that this, not, this is not coming from God. This pandemic is not coming from God. The suffering of the people, the, these are not coming from God. Let me say this, that we have the privilege. We have now, I believe, the mandate as a church to declare what God wants to declare, to declare what God wants to see, His kingdom to come and manifest on the earth. That's why I want to title this message today, Arise with Healing. Arise with Healing. In the midst of deep darkness and the backdrop of sickness, disease, and, and, and death, I declare healing. I declare healing. Amen. And we know this. 
that the Bible is very clear about God's plan and about God's heart with regards to healing. I remember the very first time that he declared himself as the Lord who heals. In Jehovah, he said that I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God who heals. This is in Exodus chapter 15. And if you follow the story, you know, Israel came out of slavery for 430 years. They were in slavery. They were oppressed. They were oppressed by Egypt, you know, in this place of slavery in Egypt. But after 430 years, they were delivered. All right? And then, so they went out of, of Egypt and they came to a place called Mara. Mara. And what happened there is they re reached a bitter spring. The waters of Mara were bitter, all right? They, it was bitter, and they cannot drink the water. And so after traveling much, they went into a place wherein they can't drink the water. And you know what they did? They complained. They complained. But the Lord God spoke to Moses. He said, take like a tree and throw it to the water. Through a piece of wood, God makes the water drinkable. Refreshing stream, refreshing that will suit their tired bodies. You know, the tree represents the cross. Remember in Galatians, the Bible says that Jesus was cursed and he was nailed to a tree. All right? And so for you and for me, you know, really it speaks of whatever bitter waters we are living in right now, bitter situations we are in right now, bitter waters that we are drinking, God can turn it around by giving us the tree. And the tree represents the cross. The tree represents the finished work of Christ. For me, the cross is a picture of a promise kept. A picture of a promise kept. That means that God can turn anything bitter, anything bad, to something that is good, something that is refreshing. And in this place, he declared, I am the Lord who heals. I am the Lord who heals. I am Jehovah Rapha. Do you know that God is still a healer? He healed before and he continues to heal now and he will continue to heal in the future. That is his desire for everyone to be whole and everyone to be healed. Can someone say amen to that? Amen, amen, amen. Isaiah 53. And this is where we find a prophecy about the Messiah. And this, this, this set of uh, verses actually speaking about the Messiah's coming hundreds of years before him being born. And this is what he said. Isaiah said, Isaiah 53. This is, I know this, you know this. It says, verse 4, surely. Everybody say, surely. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, all right? Griefs and sicknesses. And carried our sorrows, that is our pain. Yet we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we were or we are healed. Everybody say that. By his stripes, we are healed. So God took upon our sickness. When did that happen? At the cross. At the cross. And if you continue to read, talking about healing, let's go to 1 Peter 2.24 because these are foundational verses when it comes to healing. 
it says, who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. You were healed. So it's past tense already. By whose stripes you were healed. By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. Now, I want to, to go to like a word study. And I want you to see the word stripes. Okay? The difference between the word stripes in Isaiah and the difference, the different word that is used in 1 Peter. Or rather, yeah, 1 Peter chapter 2. All right? Are you ready? So stripes. The word stripes in the verse in 1 Peter is the Greek word molos or molops, right? Which is actually singular. Everybody say singular, okay? It is different from the Hebrew word that was used in Isaiah. The Hebrew word that was used in Isaiah is actually in the plural tense. In the plural tense, okay? It's not in the singular tense. Now, in Hebrew, the word stripes is the Hebrew word chubara or chubarak, okay, written in the plural to describe a violent act, a violent act. But I want you to take notice in 1 Peter, all right, in Peter, he was speaking of a word that is different from the word used in Hebrew, all right, which is a plural tense. Here, he's speaking along the lines of a singular tense. You know why? And this really warms my heart and blessed me. Because according to scholars, there were so many stripes upon Jesus' body that there was not a single strip of skin left. And so it was one big laceration on his back. That is why Peter described it not in the plural. In the Greek, he described it as a singular thing. Think about what Jesus went through for us at the cross. The stripes in his back represents your healing. He went through all of that so that we will understand that we have healing in him. That by his stripes, we were healed. The punishment was upon him to take our sickness. I believe the healing for COVID was upon the body of Jesus Christ. And now we can receive it. Amen. The healing for your diabetes, the healing for your heart disease, even the worries and the, and the fears, you know, the thorns that, were, that was placed on his head represents that we could have peace in him because he took upon the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Amen. So think about that, Selah. He took upon, you know, the stripes so that you and I could have wholeness and wholeness today. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. We receive that healing, Lord. You went through all of that so that you and I would be, you know, whole and healed. That's why when we celebrate communion, the body represents the broken, or rather the bread represents the broken body of Jesus. The juice represents the blood that was shed. So the blood that was shed was the forgiveness of our sins. The body that was broken is for our healing in our bodies and our soul today. Think about that. Receive that by faith in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. In Psalm 103, verse 2 to 3, it says here, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
who forgives all your iniquities. And then look what, what's next. Who heals all your diseases. Can you see, amen, the connection with salvation and your healing? Jesus did not just save you. Jesus also healed you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's also important for us to know that after salvation, one of the greatest blessings that we can receive is divine wholeness and healing. Amen. Healing in our bodies. Look at that. How it's patterned. How it's declared. Who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Amen. Our God, when He heals, He heals, you know, intensively and extensively. He heals not just our spirit, but He heals even our soul, and He provides healing even in, with our bodies. Amen? That's why whenever you see Jesus in the Gospels, you see the heart of the Father. Because many people still think that the reason why we have sickness and disease is because, you know what? It's from God. It's a punishment from God. No, 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 no. Jesus, if you look at the Scriptures, and especially the Gospels, you find Jesus really healing. Oh, wherever He went, He carried healing. So I want you to know that God is able to heal. And not only that, He wants to heal. Amen? He wants to heal. And so healing for the body is provided in the same redemption as salvation for our spirit. In redemption, there is both physical and spiritual healing. All right? If you are saved, you have access to the healing of God. Let me say that again. If you are saved, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, healing is your right. It's given to you. Wholeness is your right. It's given to you by the Lord Jesus Christ. As God saved you spiritually, God is wanting to save you physically. Can someone say amen to that? Hallelujah. Do you know the word saved or salvation in the Greek means, you know, it means it's a Greek word zozo, which really means spiritual and physical healing. It means saves us from physical death by healing and from spiritual death by forgiving sin and its effect to save, heal, to cure, to preserve, to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destructive deliver and destruction and deliver. Salvation, when the Bible says that word soteria or zozo, it means full deliverance. It means complete safety. It means preservation, per preservation and soundness spiritually, mentally, and physically. So when God saves, He saves all. <laughs> he saves all. He wants to save all. Amen. Not just spirit, but even soul and body. And that's why in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, I'm giving you scripture after scripture about healing. All right? It says, nor there, nor is there salvation, salvation, completeness, healing, and wholeness in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. All right? Healed, whole, fullness. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Romans 1.16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation, wholeness, complete salvation. Not just salvation going to heaven, but having an experience of salvation here on earth, even in our bodies. 
for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Our part is to believe. And that's why for us, the church, we need to speak. We need to declare the healing power of God. We need to declare His Word, His full counsel when it comes to healing so that people will believe. John G. Lake, a great missionary in South Africa, more than 100 years ago, wrote, Divine healing is not something separate from salvation. Healing is simply the salvation of Jesus Christ having its divine action in one's body, the same as it had its divine action in one spirit. When Christ healed the body, he healed the spirit also. All a person needs to do is receive the Lord by faith. So what he's saying, and John G. Lake experienced so much uh, in his ministry, healing. He saw countless recorded healings, all right? And, you know, let me encourage you to the point that there was like a bubonic plague. And he, he, he even kind of had that, I don't know, it was like a test that, uh, that he had that, that saliva of a person infected with this plague put in his hand. And right before, you know, I think it's in the microscope that they were looking at that in the hand of, a, of a John G. Lake, that the people, or rather the, the virus, the bubonic plague, the virus was just, you know, being eradicated. And I tell you, that is the power of the healing, understanding healing power that comes from God. And he's saying that for, for us who are believers, we are saved and therefore we have access to the very healing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say this, God is able to heal and God is willing to heal you today. In, in Matthew 8, verse 2 to 3, in the New Living Translation, there's a story about a leprous man. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. And Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. And Jesus reached out and touched him. He said, I am willing. Look at that. Jesus was not afraid of leprosy. Leprosy was actually afraid of Jesus, all right? Jesus reached out and touched the leprous man. You don't do that. You don't do that, especially in that part of the world in, during those times. You, the clean, should not touch an unclean person. But praise God, you know, Jesus understood that he carried healing. And so what was in Jesus resulted in healing the man who was unclean who had leprosy. He said, Jesus reached out and touched him. He said, I am willing. He said, be healed. And instantly, the leprosy disappeared. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared. I'm here to tell you, God is not just able, God is willing. He's willing to heal you wherever you're at right now. I don't know what sickness you're, you're carrying right now in your body, you know, even in your soul, but I'm here to tell you, God is wanting to heal you. He is willing. Maybe some of you are in isolation right now, in quarantine right now. God is willing to, to heal you. What do you. What's your part to receive that healing? To open up your heart right now and say, Lord Jesus, come heal my body. I receive your healing today because I know you are able and I know you are willing. Amen. Hallelujah. Receive that healing because God wants you to know He is able and He is willing. He can do both for those people who will turn and trust Him. Hallelujah. Healing is arising. 
Let me say that again. Healing is arising. Malachi, and this is like the verse that gave me this inspiration. Malachi 4 verse 2 in the New Living Translation. For, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healings in his wings. Let me say that again. But for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. For you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. I believe as there is like pandemic, that there is sickness all around, I believe that only God can turn this global pandemic into the greatest recorded miracle in all of world's history. I believe that only God can turn this pandemic into a revival of healing. Hallelujah. Think about this. Think about this. And I am just going to go back to the first verse that we talked about, that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the grave, rests and lives inside of you. Think about the magnitude of that revelation. Think about that you are in Christ, the healthiest person ever. So that means that when we are in Christ, we cannot be separated from His wholeness. Think about that. You are in the healthiest, in the person who's healthiest, you know, ever. He, we lived in Him and His wholeness we have access to. That's why we need to take advantage and now begin to proclaim and begin to know and begin to activate that healing and wholeness that God has given to you and to me. Amen. In our spirit, in our soul, and in our mind. Hallelujah. Christ lives inside of you. And His presence guarantees what? When the presence of God comes, everything of Him comes. The, all, all of His person comes. His majesty comes. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to affect all areas of our lives. Jesus died for us so that we could live in us. He could live in us, creating a new life, a spirit inside of us now transforming each and every one each and every part of our body. That's why, why not declare whenever you take a bath, you know, or why not declare whenever you look at yourself, you begin to declare every cell, every organ, every tissue in my body is functioning according to the pattern that Jesus uh, said it to, to be. I declare healing in my body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I declare life, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus flows inside of me. I declare the healthiest person ever manifesting in my body. That is Jesus. Amen. That is Jesus. So begin to declare that. Begin to declare that. This is a timely word. This is a timely word in Acts 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all. I declare that this day, I declare that in the days to come, that we, through the body, uh, through the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are going to see healing manifest like never before. Are you ready for a healing revival? Amen. If you've seen the pandemic if you've seen sickness and disease and death abounding, I believe there is in this light momentary trouble, we're going to see a glory that far outweighs, all right? 
far outweighs what we're seeing now. And I'm declaring the word light be for healing. I'm declaring healing revival. I'm declaring healing in your families, healing in your bodies in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus, while he was here on earth, he was doing good, doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. This pandemic is from the devil. And so I believe that the devil is defeated because of the cross. And we, the body of Christ now, have the authority to enforce this victory. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent out his word. What are we doing? We're speaking the word on healing. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Hallelujah. He sent out his word and he healed them. Receive healing right now, my friends. Receive healing in your soul. I'm just sensing some people just major, major depression. I am saying to you there is healing in Christ. Draw yourself Draw yourself near to Christ. Christ is your answer. Don't give up. Christ, you will find your purpose. Christ is going, in Christ, you're going to find your purpose and the meaning of your life. Don't give up. There is meaning for you. Why, why are you alive here on earth? Don't dwell in that depression. God wants you free from that depression in Jesus' name. Amen? Do you know that God always announces His current plan? Do you know that? And the plan of God is that in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, becomes a reality. I believe this is still the plan of God. All right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you hope in the future. Only God can do that. In the midst of like a pandemic, He can revive the soul by declaring His plan. All right? Because you know why we can trust in His plan? Because He is faithful to His word. Amen. And because he loves us, then we can now begin to trust in his plan. And so I believe that God is wanting to declare to us his current plan. And what is his plan? To give you hope in the future? To give you healing in the name of Jesus? Jeremiah 30 verse 17 says, I will restore health to you for those who are sick. And your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord in Jesus' name. Receive that. Jeremiah 30, verse 17, I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal in Jesus' name. I believe that God is for us. He's not against us. He's thinking for us. He's thinking of us in the midst of the pandemic. He's planning for us and orchestrating for our good on a global scale. Hallelujah. On a global scale. All of heaven is attracted to you. You know why? Because Jesus lives inside of you. Amen? And so I believe also in, I, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, this is the moment. This is the moment. What is the moment? You know, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, much more than we could ask, dream, or imagine. The Bible says he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that we can ask or, or even think, according, that it, according to the power that is working inside of you and for me. Let me say this. He will not settle for just acting as our keeper to keep us safe. He really wants to be our healer and to become our help, to heal every pre-existing condition so that we emerge, come out from this pandemic more whole than we have ever been. Hallelujah. I believe he's not just the keeper that protects us, 
But He desires for us to be a healer. He desires for us that we will know Him as healer. And I love it that we will come out from this pandemic more whole than ever. Spirit, soul, and body. How are we going to receive healing? Let me say this. How are we going to receive the healing power of God? By opening up our hearts and receiving what Jesus has done at the cross for us. Do you know the word Rafa, which means healer? Okay, comes from the word Rafa, which really means relax. Think about that. The way for us now to be healed is to relax, to rest in this, what Jesus has done at the cross for us. Remember the stripes in his back? When we see the magnitude and the finality of the cross, then we now can what? Receive the benefits of the finished work of Christ inside of us. What do we need to do? As we continue to hear more about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we continue to hear more about what He has done for you and for me, as we continue to hear more about we are more than conquerors, His plan for us because He loves us, as we continue to focus our eyes on Jesus and believe and hope for the glory that is reserved for you and for me, what will happen? It will cause rest to come into our soul. And what will happen when rest comes into our soul? Healing will flow. You know, because of this pandemic, many people are afraid and fearful. A common cold will turn into like a, a what? A worry thing, a, a problem and becomes fear. A common fever will turn into like isolation. And rightly so, there are things that we need to just follow but again, more than just a physical ailment, people are just oppressed with so much fear. You know what healing will do? When we relax in God, when we rest in what He has done, healing will flow. Healing will flow. So I speak to your tired minds. I speak to your fearful mind or heart rather. I speak rest. Rest in what Jesus has done for you. I speak peace to you. The Bible says in John chapter 14, my peace I give to you. My peace I give to you. Not just someone else's peace. My peace I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let it be afraid. Our part is to not let our hearts be troubled. Amen. Today, continue to know Amen. What Jesus has done for us. Go back to it item by item. And I believe it will shoot adrenaline to your soul. Amen. Remember what God has done for you. Go back and encourage yourself in the Lord. Rest in His finished work. Rest in the healing power of God that is flowing right this very minute to your body, to your family, to this city, to this nation in Jesus' name. Receive that. I declare that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we acknowledge what you've done for us. That you are, Lord God, you died at the cross. You took upon our sickness and our diseases at the cross. And that is part of our salvation, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, that you desire wholeness to each and every one of us. And I speak healing upon your body, upon everyone watching and hearing right now. Healing and wholeness increase. 
you know, in your immune system. I thank you for strengthening the immune system of the people watching even right now. I thank you, Lord, as we rest in you and what you have done for us, then, Lord God, we can now expect healing to flow in our minds and definitely flow in our mortal bodies. Thank you, Father God. I release that in Jesus' name. As your word goes forth, healing flows mightily. Healing flows in a mighty way. And like what we've declared a while ago, we are going to come out of this pandemic more whole and more healed and, and, and stronger than ever in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, I, I, want, us to, I want us to speak to some people here. Maybe this is the first time you're watching a, uh, a, like a, not a show, but a, a broadcast like this. And you're saying, I'm not sure if I really know Jesus as my healer. You know, I am going to address you right now, my friend. There is a point wherein we need to just trust and allow our hearts, you know, to, to be open for Him to come. It all starts with us wanting. Even healing is not automatic. It's paid for, but we need to receive it by faith. It all starts with a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And my desire right now in, in this moment is that you will make that decision. I'm going to pray a prayer of accepting Jesus today. Pray this from your heart. Accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Give your all, your cares, your whole life to Him. And I believe, I believe that He is going to take your burdens and He's going to show Himself as healer, as protector, as provider, as the lover of your soul. Are you ready to pray this prayer? Pray this prayer with me right now. Let me invite you. Pray this prayer from your heart. Say, Heavenly Father, that's right. Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying at the cross for me. I receive your grace. I receive the forgiveness of my sins. Come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Today, and forevermore. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for the salvation that I have in you. Thank you for healing my spirit. Thank you for restoring me. And thank you, Lord God, today I am yours and I'm yours forever. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 If you pray that prayer, can you kindly Give a note to us, you know, type and say, I prayed that salvation prayer or I prayed that prayer. And we want to get in touch with you and we want to help you grow in this new relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen, my friends. Healing is yours. Amen. Did you get anything out of this message? I believe so. Healing is yours. Amen. So as we end today, can I bless you? Can I just re release the blessing over you today. Everyone just lift your hands right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you for what you have done at the cross. And today we are expectant, Lord God, of your healing manifesting in our bodies and in our lives, Lord God, in the days to come. Thank you for what you've done. I call your people healed and whole, healed and whole, because that is your will. That is your plan for every one of us healed and whole, walking in your plans and your purposes. And I declare the Lord bless you. I declare the Lord keep you. I declare the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you.
the Lord lifts up his countenance on you and give you and your family shalom, peace in your soul, peace in your mind, your will and emotions, and definitely, I declare, peace in your bodies today. In the name of Jesus, and everyone who receive it, say amen, 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 amen. God bless you, everybody. We'll see you again next time here at New Life. We love you. Behold. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.